Hello, 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 soul friends, and welcome to this episode of Shine Your Soul Light podcast, where we are sharing the voices of visionaries who are leading in the golden age. My name is Mary Gooden, and I am so glad to be your host. My mission truly is to support others in defining and aligning with their ever-evolving mission and purpose. I do so with courage and authenticity as the heart of humanity. I ask that we take a moment of silence and stillness to close the eyes and open the heart. May we anchor in love, compassion, and grace. And may we receive wisdom, guidance, and inspiration. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Joining me on this episode today is number one international best-selling author of Revolutionary Leaders, Christine Esdale. She is an MA, visionary quantum healer, mystic and yogi and is the founder of awakening to the light reiki and transformative soul coaching christine has studied life coaching developmental psychology jungian psychology healing trauma yoga and vedic philosophy ascension studies and she has taught numerous energy modalities she has hosted and organized two international conferences on evolving consciousness and I am just so delighted that we get to share this time with you. Uh, I know you have a lot to share with us today, Christine. So I'm going to let you uh, give us a little bit more information about where you're joining from and a little deeper look into your mission and purpose. Yeah. Hello, Mary. I'm so delighted to be here with you. Uh, we've been trying for a while to make this happen. And finally, the universe said, OK, now. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm um, calling from Madison, Wisconsin. It's about two hours north of Chicago and it's a beautiful wooded area. And uh, yeah, we're really, I really love being here. And it's a, it's a wonderful place, especially I find at this point in my life where I draw a lot upon nature for a grounding in of this, this um, energy of being able to hold sacred space for clients. and tap into that uh, side of me that feels visionary of being able to see the bigger picture that life is complex and life is also beautifully, beautifully simple because it's all about love. And that's pretty simple. Mm, it's so simple. I agree with you. Uh, and that message is so powerful. Uh, I know that you have uh, been really blessed to visit uh, global sacred sites for over 20 years. I know that you've been touching into energies. Uh, you've been tapping into some of the most powerful modalities. And uh, you've been able to, to through this, as you say, and to be grounded where you are um, to really help clients with it. Uh, what would you say, Christine, was one of the pivotal moments? And I know there's a lot of pivotal moments where you really knew that you had to, to go to the depth. You really knew that it was time for you to expand upon this, this visionary that you were, this quantum healer. Yeah, it, it is, as you say, there are so many pivotal points, you know, and I think it, it's kind of hard to put your finger on one, one, but I think one of my early pivotal ones was when I was uh, doing undergrad and I was, walking across campus and I was feeling a bit overwhelmed. I was studying pre-med and 
And, and just that random thought popped through my mind. What would I do if I wasn't studying this? And all I knew is I have no idea, but I felt this incredible expansiveness. And mm -hmm. that was enough that I just turned around and went and changed my major. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and went into free fall. And I found that I moved into a combination of studying both psychology and literature because I loved stories. I loved people's stories. I loved hearing their why they why they are who they are and that exploration of both the individual and and um, watching the the big world around you and trying to make sense of it and who am I in the big world and yeah and it was yeah it feels so much like when I when I listen to you speak of it, like it's that return to love, that pathway where we do, where we do enjoy listening to the stories of others. We do enjoy learning about others without judging or expecting or condemning. And and there's a difference. Um, and, and what I think like the three dimensional is we just don't have time to really listen to the depth of somebody. And we just take the spot words, you know, we just pull the words out and, and put a title on them, but to really sit with it, which is why I love storytelling and I love podcasting mm. and I love publishing because we get to really know people, not what we think we know, not what we think they are based on what they're wearing or what kind of words they're speaking, but to truly get to the heart of who they are. And that to me, uh, which may resonate also for you. That's deep healing. That's oh yeah. That's I think that's it. probably the the most essential, exciting point in life is watching people wake up to their true essence, how they start merging, and that incredible excitement, the expansiveness, the excitement, the joy. The I I don't know exactly where this is path is taking me, but I I feel so beautifully um, full of joy that I'm just going to trust that the universe has got it. Something lined up for me. Mm, I love that. I'm going to repeat that too, that everything's always happening for you. It really is. Yeah. Um, even though somebody else told you that you had to do this or that, because I think there there's this myth around like soul work or soul mission or leading, leading in this age of love and leading in this uh -huh. age of five dimension that, well, I just, I'm just doing this. So I couldn't, I couldn't be serving my purpose, but ah, you know, but I love doing it, but ah, you are because being in a frequency of bliss and joy, making sure that you first put yourself there is then how you get to share it with others. And that is the return to what we're all trying to get to this place of bliss, a flow. Yeah, and it doesn't matter the label. Mm -hmm. No, and I absolutely agree because it's interesting, even, you know, on this journey, whether it be coaching or energy work or just general personal development, there can be almost that you get yourself in a box again, that there is a certain role or a certain way to do it. And, I just love uh, assuring my, my students and, and um, clients that the most powerful is that they find their own. They, they, they can borrow um, things they find inspiring from different leaders and teachers, but finding their own path and it's going to look different and, you know, being your own guru in the middle of 
finding your your sea legs really mm -hmm. i love that your sea legs you're absolutely right <laughs> finding yeah. your sea legs and it is we're all you know it's true what they say we're all unique so we're all going to add a different little piece to to the vibration of what we want to do and it's it's so important that we go there even if we have to let go of certain things uh because that always leads me into my next question like I know that oftentimes, and we get to hear lots of stories about this. In fact, I talk about it all day, but there's different levels of a, a detachment we go through in continuing to honor our mission with our relationships. And it changes the way that, that our human relationships are. I don't know if that is, a, is something that reflects back to you, but I know for me it did. And I know for a lot of people, they play small because they don't want to lose certain parts of their surroundings. And so I always ask my my guests, how has leading in this way as a as a visionary, a quantum healer, how has it shifted relationships for you? Well, I think, you know, primarily the biggest relationship is the one you have with yourself. And, you know, challenging your own preconceived notions of what your life is supposed to look like, whether it's programming from childhood or looking around and around other people you respect and thinking there again, it should look like, or it shouldn't change. Once I'm in a movement that feels good, I need to hang on to it and it always needs to look this way. And to be open to say, uh, I will see what the universe brings up for me. I mean, I was, uh, you know, work, doing coaching and energy work and Reiki, and then I found myself, you know, doing conferences for a while, and I was like, and it just, it just showed up as something fun, and it ended up being a lot of work too, of course. But, you know, it was really fascinating, and in the middle of that too, I was just finding myself crazy obsessed with yoga. I'm mm. thinking what am i doing this for and i was dreaming of yantras and things and just and 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 i ended up um you know taking yoga teacher training and and in at the same time i'm having in the back of my mind the questioning why are you doing this what does it make sense and the logical brain i need to make sense of this and and being able to trust my intuition and say this is just such a, it's a soul longing. I just need to go with that. And when I found the school that I was going to study with, I literally started crying when I opened the website. It, it was such a powerful pull. And, and I just immediately went, okay, I had no idea why or whatever, but it'll show up. And when, when I got there, yes, absolutely, it was in Bali and I discovered the people I was studying with, I had had past lives with. And so it was being called back mm -hmm. for this little puzzle piece that I needed to pick up to reclaim this part of me in a way. And that's the interesting thing, how we're reclaiming parts of our past lives or our future potentials or connecting with parallel lives and, and and other, you know, soul, soulmates on different levels through, you know, this pro this kind of project or teaching or just incredible how that happens. It is, and it completely goes against, uh, just to reflect everyone, the whole mm -hmm. premise of how they said, pick a job and stick to it. 
Yeah. That yeah. is such a heavy program. I, um, I do professional reading sometimes when I'm in New Orleans and I do see a lot of college students come in and I always pull this workaholic card. It's, it's a blue energy. So it's a throat chakra mm -hmm. energy. <laughs> and I always look at them like, be open to receive your life and don't be afraid to try all kinds of different things. Because when I see the workaholic card, it doesn't, to me, it has, it's changed the whole, the whole definition of workaholic. A workaholic to me is somebody that has a lot of ambition and a lot of great ideas and a lot of curiosities. And so going through the three-dimensional lifestyle like that, like, well, I'm gonna try this and I'm gonna try this and I'm gonna be busy all the time, then coined the phrase workaholic. Mm -hmm. How about if we're just infinite beings recognizing that, that there's infinite possibilities everywhere and that if we do just pick something like 90% of the population has, we get stuck in a hole of disappointment and despair. But something tells us that it's wrong for us to want to 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 go out after these curiosities and investigate the, the all the different things like you said they're just pieces of remembering part of our calling our soul fragments back from the past and and this lifetime and this because truly we just came here to come back to wholeness to put all our pieces back together and that yeah. takes some exploring it is so powerful to really be able to be in touch with your intuition and to just lean into it, just lean into it and trust it. You know, and I think that's one of the most powerful lessons of, of a, a spiritual journey through your life is trusting the crazy, what looked like crazy detours. You know? mm -hmm. I used to start sentences that way. I know you're going to think I'm crazy. <laughs> and then I started noticing and I was like, Mary, you can't keep saying that because essentially you're, you're telling yourself you're crazy. So you have to, so I would, st I, I kind of reverberate. I was like, I, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm the most conscious and clear that I've ever been. Uh, and now I don't even know what the word crazy stands for, but I know that you have children in your mix and I know that you've been serving from this, this quantum and visionary place from a long time, which is a different kind of place. So how would you reflect back as how your children have, you know, I'm sure you've seen the, the contrast between other, you know, parents and other people that are not vibrating at a quantum level and how their children have responded. But how do you feel as you, you know, as a parent and that, how that could have affected um, how they're living? Well, I think I, I have one son and then I have two stepsons um, who are older. But yeah, um, I, I think primarily with my son, uh, it, it has been wonderful seeing how he has experienced things uh, going to a lot of places like Stonehenge and Bali and Sedona and Mount Shasta and you know and uh, actually Egypt when he was tiny and and just that it's kind of part of it was part of his growing up experiencing having a lot of crazy you know unusual psychic experiences and having a mom who dragged him around but but f letting him find his own way to approach and process that and find his own connection to source yeah 
I love that piece of parenting. And I've got a book actually that, that I'm working on with another person called soul parent. Um, mm. just, but, but I've noticed with my daughters, because I started my transition when they were eight, 10, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I went corporate to cosmic. Right. <laughs> um, but I've noticed that, that it, it, I'm going to come back to circle back to something you said earlier. The most important relationship is the one with yourself. And what I've noticed from being a parent to them from my corporate or three-dimensional energy and what I noticed from this more cosmic or this more uh, golden age experiences, because I'm so comfortable with me and so connected to me that I can let them, allow them to make their own choices. And before, you know, I had to do some deprogramming around that because I thought too, go to college, do this, do this. You can't do it like that. Uh, but it's been magnificent to to see the shift and see how their 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 mind has expanded because I chose to to prioritize my own comfort. Yeah, I think maybe one of the biggest takeaways he's had is is learning to trust his own intuition on things too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that because- I think is just wonderful. As a, I'm going to call you a cosmic parent. <laughs> as, a cosmic, <laughs> as a cosmic parent, you know, it's safe. I feel safe to do that with them too. Like, well, just go explore. Yeah. I'm not saying don't go out there. There's people out there that might scare you. I'm just like, go explore. I trust that the universe, I trust that the source divine is, is covering us. Um, but in times before I, you know, when I wasn't in that place and I could see how even some of the youth of America, I see a lot of expansion in the 20 somethings happening right now. I, I see a lot of clients in that age group and I just love to see that, but they're battling with their parents because they're cutting, they're wanting their freedom, which is what we all desire. But the parents have been in such a platform of no, it has to look this way. And I've done everything to to make it look this way for you. Um, I find that to be one of the biggest struggles with that generation of of feeling full permission to step out because they're feeling the tug of war from their parents. Yeah. Yeah. I always like to talk about it because it's just and and to talk about the difference because we are talking to visionaries here and and the differences and perhaps you even struggle listeners with with your own uh parent child connection that way it's definitely something to to contemplate and to be curious about and see how how your fears are holding back the holding your children back yeah and also you know i see with people i um you know i coach that it's also i know parents have this mindset too that often that when the kid is 19 or 20 then they're you're done you're done as a parent and i and i would challenge that and say it's not that you're done your role just keeps morphing into support and cheerleader and and, you know and how to express that incredible unconditional love and excitement for everything they're trying and doing and really believing in them and that's you know it's the kind of thing we bring to our clients you know as a coach and and to bring that to your kids and just um, show up for show up for them every day with excitement for what they're trying. Wouldn't you say the easiest way to do that is to first do it for yourself? 
Yeah. To first celebrate all your victories and to first be excited about who you are and what you've accomplished. Since we're leaning into that, tell us, Christine, a little bit more about how you work with clients uh, and what that looks like um, for you and perhaps some advice uh, for those that are really wanting that, you know, I don't want to say wanting, but yearning for that quantum that quantum experience, that leap into really trusting universe, trusting source. Yeah, um, I guess one of the things I would offhand to start with is say it's, it's really feel free to show up as an authentic human being with the full spectrum of emotions. Do, do not, I mean, it, it's great to be positive and upbeat, absolutely, but if you're getting some other emotion that keeps coming up, it's, you know, it's a signpost of something that needs to, needs for you to look at it and to not be afraid or not to judge yourself again, judging yourself and just the making the mental note. Okay. I'm judging here. Okay. And rather than just saying, oh, I'm noticing rather than judging, I'm noticing that. But how I work with clients is I, I it, it really depends. I have a, kind of a spectrum of people. I'll work with people who are sort of new to energy work and really in the process of awakening because I do a lot of teaching of, of Reiki and and the, the teaching I do of Reiki there is looking as it is a, as a tool of awakening to your psychic skills and personal development. So it's very much emerging and awakening to your your true essence, your higher self and 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 the healing uh integrated in that so it's a very kind of free-flowing thing with um with also some re uh we do past life and um future life and parallel life you know traveling and stuff so that's exciting but i do work with a lot of clients who just want to feel like you know get more passion back into their life and feeling because really passion is central for being alive and really embracing who you are and just the, the the magic of who you are and your gifts and how you bring your creativity to everyday life, your sense of humor, all of that, you know, and what does that look like? And sometimes, you know, we get so closed down in a box that society kind of stuffs us in that, that, that we're so closed down that we're not even sure what you like to do. I mean, there's often times I'll have clients when they start out and they'll say, what do you like to do? And they're like, I'm not sure. <laughs> they really pause. What do you like to do for fun? And they're like, ah, fun, you know, too busy for fun, you know? And, and so exploring, you know, getting them in contact with the joy in life, but also they, they might not notice it, but it's like, we're, we're kind of doing a a dance around the, the the essence of who you are and bringing that in and then in packing unpacking those programs and, and traumas mm -hmm. so i have quite a bit of background and training with working with trauma and and it you know it can be everything from developmental and shock trauma ptsd but i'm seeing a lot of it coming up since 2020 because you know we're, we were kind of feeling like we're living in this state of constant change, you know, where, and we're, we're not really used to that. And so it's, it's part of the 5D movement. How do I just go with the change and change and find and not let it overwhelm me? 
and still have my own rudder and my own direction in that, but be able to be uh, be the willow in the wind that moves gracefully, mm-hmm. rather than just thinking you have your path and you have to stick on it, and that it's made in concrete. No, <laughs> you know you can dance with this whole life going around you and find the magic in what can look crazy. And Mary, I define crazy as not necessarily negative things. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of a playful thing and the unexpected and the adventure of mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that. I like that. The unexpected adventure in life is is the crazy. Yeah. The... So this is a lot of how I work with clients is just helping them get unpack things and so that, that, that um, the parts of them are shut down, just they're being able to release them more and more. Yeah, that sounds amazing. What is the best way that the audience can connect with you, Christine, to 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 work with you, to connect with you, to link arms with you is what I like to say. Yeah, it depends. If, if you're on Facebook, you can catch me on Facebook or uh, you can also catch me on my website. I have a newsletter that comes out. So Ooh, either, that either is fine. Yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. have a website in the show notes. Uh, so you'll be able to give it a quick... Uh, click and it'll get you over to uh, Christine. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience tonight, Christine, before I ask the final question? I guess I was just going to insert the other thing that I'm seeing a lot of is, you know, for those of light workers who were into the 2012 and, you know, who got into it before then, there has been this kind of feeling of this exhaustion at this point in time and, and to, you know, encourage people to just breathe into that and release it. it it's all good it's all it's interesting that you would say that i find myself uh, seeing more people uh, even in reiki uh, energy uh, transporters we'll call them uh, you know uh, harmonizers that 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 are we're practicing before then it's almost they're coming to me they they need like this upgrade you know uh, because things have shifted and yes. the level of our energies has shifted so dynamically. Um, so I think that that was good to to remind those out there that, that yeah. it, it has been exhausting. Because, you know, there too, you know, during the 2012, we had this expectation of how that was supposed to look like. And that has been a lesson in itself that it can look different and be beautiful too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I said that in one of the projects, uh, Sacred Surrender, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Seek value in everything that you see. There's value in everything that surrounds you. You just need to look for that instead of the other. Tell us, Christine, if you would, one word of how it feels to lead in the golden age. You know, it's funny that the the, the word that comes to mind initially is golden. <laughs> <laughs> in the sense that it's like sparkly kind of like the sun you know shining and the nurturing energy of the sun yeah and and how we're all by shining our you know soul through our heart and sharing it we are giving them the possibility of blessing everybody else with the capacity to grow more into who they sh- they can be and want to be Mm -hmm. it's so true it's really the the fastest not that we're looking for a way out quickly 
but one of the fastest and easiest ways to to bring harmony to the planet is to simply just shine your light shine your light the way that feels the most blissful for you yeah, because a lot of people's frustration and irritation is thinking that they can't be what they want to be or who right. they want to be yeah and don't worry i say this from a place of of truth don't worry the people the humans because we still need human interaction the humans that are in alignment with your bliss it's easier for them to find you. So that flow, that dance with life, if you just show up as all of you, that dance with life becomes, like Christine said, the most magical. And it's not that we, the only thing that tells us we have to hold on and let go is the program. Absolutely, yeah. We can just float through life. We can just, as I say now, instead of calling myself a runner, I just go frolic out there. I just go frolic around and we don't have to hold on. We don't have to let go. We don't have to even look at our experience in that way because I know a lot of people are still saying, well, I want to do that, but what if it doesn't work out? <laughs> Already letting go of something, <laughs> you know, so. That's magical, golden. I thank the audience always for checking in, for listening in. Uh, it truly just warms my heart to, to sit beside other visionaries and leaders and talk about how we've gotten here and what it feels like and how things have shifted. And, and to, know, to no way to say that your journey is going to look like ours, but to just remind you that uh, you're a piece of the puzzle. And you also have a gift and you also have a light and we need you. We need you. We need you to show up as the most blissful and aligned and authentic person that you know you came here to be. So find that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I agree. I feel that is the 5D vibe. Mm -hmm. Simply that. Mm -hmm. I love it. Oh, thanks, Christine, for sharing this time with me today and sharing with our audience just this, your light, your beautiful light of, of sharing the vision with us. And, and this is available to everyone. It really is. It, life can be complicated or it can be beautifully simple. And it's simply just choosing, choosing the way you wish to perceive. All right, my friends. So until we get to meet again in this beautiful and collective energy, I say keep shining your light, keep sharing your love, keep sharing your truth with the world. And I'll say bye for now. Thank you so much, Mary. It's been a pleasure. Of course. Thank you, Christine.